Why does he have this stuff? What troubles me the most about this case, I cannot understand why he maintained that material. The intelligence community struggled. They tried and struggled to get him to listen to the intelligence community. He was happy to listen to Vladimir Putin, but he had no appetite to sit and listen to what it was that folks within the intel community were trying to tell him. Now suddenly, he's out of office, and he suddenly pivots to take 27 boxes of classified material. Peter Strzok is, again, promoting this absolute BS lie that Trump is a Russian spy. It's the, just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And yet here it is, guys. I mean, here it is for you. Peter Strzok again promotes this idea that Trump is a Russian spy. Mr. Reagan. All right. So my brother sent me this video uh, from CNN, and it was so outrageous, so despicable, so disgusting, so full of lies that this needed a reaction. Look, this, this video to me was so reprehensible that I think that it requires that this show be pulled from the air. Now, this is Jim Acosta's show, and he's interviewing Peter Strzok. So, so it's like a guy who has a personal hatred of Donald Trump interviewing another guy with a personal hatred of Donald Trump. These guys clearly have a vendetta. And the, the problem isn't that they hate Trump. The problem is that they are willing to lie to the viewers and basically just mislead them intentionally about the Mar-a-Lago raid. They, they, they clearly know that what they're saying is not true. I mean, Peter Strzok knows what he's saying isn't true. Jim Acosta knew that when Peter Strzok came on his show that he was going to lie. And they just, it's incredible. It's incredible. You guys, I think you guys are going to be, <laughs> even for CNN, this is pretty astonishing. All right, I'm going to watch and review this in real time. In one moment, first, of course, I have to sell you something. Now, Bank of America has just lowered its 2022 forecast for the S&P 500 by a whopping 900 points to 3,600, saying that we are headed for a recession this year. Shocker. I know. It said the new year-end target is the lowest on the street. This is not good news for those of you stuck in equities or anything tied to the stock market. Thousands of people have put their trust in Noble Gold to prevent losing money in the financial storm that is brewing, and you can join them by calling their expert team. Noble Gold was recently voted the number one gold company in the country by Consumer Affairs. There's no call centers, no scripted response, no bull, just a straight, honest run-through of your options so that you can decide. And by the way, they're giving away this beautiful gold, one-tenth ounce American Eagle proof coin with every qualifying IRA or 401k rollover this month. You cannot go wrong with Noble Gold. Call the team now at 877-646-5347 to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. All right, I'm going to watch and review this in real time. I've seen it once, but I'm going to react once again to it in real time for you guys. Following the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, the Bureau is monitoring an unprecedented number of threats fueled by dangerous statements like these. Dangerous. It's dangerous, guys. Dangerous rhetoric. I don't know <laughs> I don't know quite why he thinks that this is so dangerous. Uh, criticizing the raid on Mar-a-Lago is dangerous. I don't understand. This is Gestapo crap, and it will not stand. The Department of Injustice needs to be cleaned out if they are going to start pretending we're some sort of banana republic. This should scare the living daylights out of American citizens and say, we have got to change our federal government. The way our federal government has gone, it's, it's like what we thought about the Gestapo and people like that, that they just go after people. What we, thought, what we thought about Soviet Union, what we look at Latin America, we have got to say to ourselves, this cannot be our country. 
Just yesterday, the names of the two agents who signed. Did you notice how he kind of shakes his head like uh, as a neutral reporter? I'm so shaken by what I've heard that I just have to react in a personal way. It does this little take like. (sighs) It, It makes sense if it's something horrific. The things those people said, not horrific. They're just criticizing the FBI. They're criticizing the Biden administration. It doesn't call for a personal expression of disgust. This is Gestapo tactics. This is like a third world authoritarian regime attacking political opponents. That's exactly what this is. I don't understand why that's dangerous. But of course, this is, you know, CNN. They're not particularly fond of, you know, moderate rhetoric. Everything's inflammatory. Everything's hysterical. Naturally, they're going to say that uh, it's dangerous. Let's see what else this a-hole has to say. Joining me now is Peter Strzok. He is a former FBI counterintelligence official who played a central role in both the Hillary Clinton email and Trump-Russia investigations. Peter, one of the most amusing things that I saw in the past week, uh, I think I saw one uh, Republican lawmaker saying, well, where was all the attention to Hillary Clinton's emails? Of course, I remember when James Comey came out with that 11 days before the 2016 election, had a very a big impact on that election. But what do you say uh, to those voices on the far right who spent all week slamming the Bureau's integrity and, and, I mean, really using the kind of language that uh, could lead to violence, could animate some, um, you know, extremist out there who, who might be thinking about doing something uh, violent? Okay, let me, let me just start with this. Um, you cannot condemn criticism of the government by stating that it could animate some kind of lunatic. Lunatics can be motivated by literally anything. That's the whole reason they're lunatics, right? They're unpredictable. They're crazy. We are allowed to have a an honest debate about whether or not the federal government is corrupt, okay? This is just a way to silence you. Understand, Jim Acosta is trying to silence everyone who disagrees with him. You never hear Jim Acosta complaining that Rachel Maddow constantly asserts that Donald Trump is a terrible president, a terrible person, a criminal, all these sorts of things, Trump, Trump's family. I've never heard Jim Acosta once say, oh, that's dangerous rhetoric. Somebody could attack Trump. Of course somebody could attack Trump. Of course every time a Democrat comes out and basically talks about how evil Donald Trump is, and it's always a lie, by the way, everything they say is a lie, they could animate a left-wing radical extremist lunatic. Of course they could. Do you ever hear conservatives come out and go, oh, you're not allowed to say anything bad about Donald Trump because it can animate an extremist, a radical leftist who might go try to assassinate him? No, nobody says that because that's crazy. You must have dialogue. You must have debate. You can't shut down debate because of the chance that somebody might be animated to become violent. The one most critical aspect of freedom of speech is our ability to criticize the government. Okay, that's why it's the First Amendment. We have to be able to express ourselves to criticize the government specifically, right? We have to debate the issues, debate politics, and come to an understanding about what the best way forward is, all right? For, for somebody like Jim Acosta, who is supposed to be a reporter, he's supposed to be a journalist, he's supposed to be an anchor, he's supposed to be the kind of person that advocates for, for communication, for the free exchange of ideas. For him to come out and say, no, you're not allowed to speak, nobody's allowed to speak that I disagree with because you could animate violence. He's just trying to censor people who disagree with him. This should disgust Everyone in America, not just Republicans, this should disgust Democrats as well. Everyone who appreciates the ability to discuss politics openly should be disgusted by Jim Acosta, and he should lose his job for this. Let's move on.
Grow up. This is wildly irresponsible. This is directly leading to violence. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, so we need to grow up. Anybody who criticized the government needs to grow up. How is, how is Peter Strzok not in prison right now? He needs to grow up and take responsibility for the crap that he did back in the Russian collusion era, turn himself in, get prosecuted, and go to prison and serve his time. I think he needs to grow up. It is inflaming people. It is causing things like a gunman approaching the Cincinnati field office of the FBI, brandishing, brandishing a weapon, leading people on a car chase, and you know, ending in his death. This is something we know from decades of the global war on terror, the things that you try and do to de-radicalize people. You approach political leaders, community leaders, faith leaders, and you tell them to dial back the rhetoric. What we're seeing in America today is the opposite. And, you know, to your point. (laughs) Here's a good way to dial back the rhetoric. Don't illegally raid Donald Trump's home. How about don't violate the Fourth Amendment? the Constitution, unreasonable searches and seizures. You're not allowed to just go in and take people's crap from their house because you want to, because you don't like their politics, because they're your political opponent. These are Gestapo tactics. That's why Lauren Boebert said that. It's Gestapo tactics, exactly what it is. For Peter Strzok to come out here, who has a personal vendetta against Trump, for him to be invited onto this show by Jim Acosta, who also has a personal vendetta against Trump, for them to sit here and rant on about how we're not allowed to criticize the federal government, we're not allowed to criticize the FBI, they should just be able to do whatever they want. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No matter what they do, they could go around killing babies. It doesn't matter because they're the FBI. So grow up. You shouldn't be criticizing them. You know, somebody could, somebody could commit acts of violence against them, you know? No. What needs to happen is the FBI needs to stop acting corruptly, and then the American people and Republican politicians will stop criticizing them for acting corruptly. If you want to minimize the nation's anger against you, don't do things to make them angry. You're pissing off the American people. If you're afraid of extremists, don't act criminally so to the point of enraging those extremists so that they then do something extreme. For these guys to say that we're not allowed to call the FBI out on their crimes because then some other lunatic might commit a crime against them, that's completely mental. You're blaming the victim. I think Peter Strzok probably thinks that uh, rape victims shouldn't wear short skirts as well. Isn't that right, Peter Strzok, you piece of shit. Moving on. With a team of about 20 people, I spent a year and a half working on Hillary Clinton's email server, where we executed multiple search warrants. I never heard... Really? Really? He executed multiple search warrants? Well, when he says that... I don't remember ever hearing about any search warrants that were executed at Hillary Clinton's house... In fact, I'm pretty sure that is a lie. I'm pretty sure that never happened. If they executed a search warrant, what it probably was, was something where Hillary Clinton sent them a hard drive of files or something like that, and they were allowed to look through it because they had to get a search warrant to look through the files on the hard drive. Uh, We've now learned that this was a Dell Inspiron computer that they had, a laptop computer that they had in their possession. They stumbled upon these emails that uh, they clearly indicated were from the Hillary Clinton private email server. This is the reason why they decided that they needed to get a separate warrant. We do not know what in the end they found, but we do know that a couple of days before the election, they did come back. The FBI director came back and said, never mind. It's not something that, that we hadn't seen before and it was not relevant. But we do know a little bit more about what they were looking for. They were looking uh, to identify activity uh, related to computer intrusions. They were looking to see if there were any hackers who might have gotten access to this Dell computer that was in their possession. Again, this belonged to Anthony Weiner. 
and somehow these emails belonging to Huma Abedin and Hillary Clinton ended up on this laptop. So for him to sit there and say, oh, we executed a search warrant. Really, did you did you go into Hillary Clinton's house at any point? Did you go in uninvited? Did you walk in with 30 FBI agents with guns to remove by force her property? Did you do that? Because if you didn't do that, it's not really equivalent, is it, Peter Strzok? You lying piece of shit. Not really equivalent. That, that is a, a very clear deception of the American people, and it's right there on Jim Acosta's show, and this is why I think Jim Acosta needs to go. I never heard one Republican once raise a finger talking about how we were using Gestapo tactics or overreaching. In from the- yeah, because you never went into her house armed and just took her stuff. That never happened, Peter Strzok. What are you even talking about? He's pretending like the exact same thing happened. It pisses me off. All right, sorry. I'm just going to stop interrupting. Let's just watch. In, from the Democrats behaving like responsible American citizens, letting the FBI do its job, and that's what the Republicans need to do here. The FBI has a job to do to enforce the laws of the United States, and it, it sh- it's beyond the pale that there are senators, United States senators, who are going along and nodding their head up and down with suggestions that the FBI plants evidence are things which are extraordinarily wrong. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, forgive me for ever thinking the FBI might do anything wrong. Oh, it's not like they drew up bogus reasons to go spy on the Trump campaign and then got warrants from the FISA court to do so. It's not like they ever did anything like that. It's not like they doctored documents in order to make it seem like they had good reason to spy on the Trump campaign. It's not like they investigated, arrested, and prosecuted January 6th protesters who did nothing wrong on trumped-up charges, no pun intended, in order to make it look like Trump incited an insurrection. It's not like the, the FBI would ever do anything like that, right? Yeah, and, and not to mention... Any instigators that were in the January 6th crowd, let's, let's pretend that that couldn't possibly have had any connection to the FBI at all. No, no, no. The FBI, they're an honest organization. They're just. They only care about the truth. They only do good. They don't keep any secrets from us. They would never plant evidence. That's, that's just, that's beyond the pale. The, su- the suggestion is just offensive. Peter Strzok. What a piece of shit. All right, let's keep watching this garbage. And these people know better. And for them to be continuing to say that, in light of everything we're now seeing, the, the constant flow of classified material that's being recovered out of Mar-a-Lago, false statements apparently by uh, attorneys to President Trump saying that, there, that nothing remained, there isn't any basis to be making these claims. It is leading to violence and it needs to stop. The way he's worded this just then, notice he didn't say they're creating the possibility or they're creating an atmosphere in which something might happen. He, he's, he very, what, let, let's play back exactly what he said. It is leading to violence and it needs to stop. It is leading to violence and it needs to stop, is what Peter Strzok said. He knows that's not true. All right, I will do this. I will do this for Peter Strzok, the piece of human garbage. I will give him the benefit of the doubt here and just assume he misspoke when he was saying that. I don't believe so. I believe that what he said there was very intentional. He very intentionally lied to the American people, stating that this rhetoric, criticizing the FBI for this raid, is leading to violence. This is a lie. But let's let's pretend that we believe that maybe he misspoke. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt here. 
Yeah, it almost reminds me, Peter, of uh, some of the incendiary rhetoric that we heard leading up to January 6th. The incendiary rhetoric leading up to January 6th? There was no incendiary rhetoric leading up to January 6th, all right? If, if Trump believes there was a problem with the 2020 election, we should take him seriously. We shouldn't disregard him and then pretend that the reason that he said that was so that he could incite his Trump supporters to insurrection. Right. I mean, we know that's a lie. We know that's a lie. But of course, this is, of course, the narrative of CNN. So anyway, uh, let's keep it going. And we saw, of course, that spasm of violence on that day, um, <laughs> which obviously is the subject of the January 6th investigation. And, and, and all of that is uh, sort of uh, not really on on the front page right now because we're focusing so much on uh, what occurred at Mar-a-Lago a few days ago. But let's just clear something up. If it were any other person not named Trump, who had 11 sets of classified documents at their home, including items marked top secret SCI, um, how would you be treated by the FBI? I mean, it's all... Yeah, yeah, because most people don't have clearance for classified documents. Even though he's no longer president, he's still allowed to see classified documents. He's a former president, you moron. The hell are you even talking about? I mean, this is another, I mean, this is another deception of the American people, right? He's pretending like Trump gets special treatment or Trump shouldn't get special treatment just because he's president or he was president. Yeah, of course he gets special treatment because he was president. Of course. Of course. Once you become president, you have full access to every classified document. That doesn't end when you leave office, you moron. He's pretending like, oh, now as soon as Trump leaves office, he's a normal citizen and, and, and now he's got to just stay away from the federal government. He can't touch anything. He can't look at anything. J Jim Acosta is, he knows that this is not true. You know, there's no benefit of the doubt here that I can give Jim Acosta. He knows that Trump has the access to see these documents, even to have copies of these documents. This idea that he doesn't is ridiculous. He's just, he's just making up crap here. It's almost because Trump goes after people. He engages in character assassination. He's gone after you, for example, and so on, that the Justice Department, the FBI, correct me if I'm wrong here, they, they do... I guess, treat the former president somewhat carefully because of what he can unleash. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? That everybody's afraid of Donald Trump because he's going to make them look bad in the press? I don't... Oh, Trump might call me a name. Trump might criticize me. You guys clearly don't have a problem with that. You guys are lying up and down the yin-yang. The only thing they're afraid of is Trump becoming president again. Then they're terrified. But the idea that Trump might tweet something bad about you, or he's not on Twitter anymore, but you know what I mean. It's not like they would impeach him unjustly twice. It's not like they would do that. It's not like they would say anything bad about him in the press. I mean, it's not like they would unlawfully invade his home. It's not like they would do anything like that because they're all obviously terrified that he might tweet something bad about them. Moron. Right. And I think, you know, Trump has a history of playing in the margins of legality. He finds where that line is. He goes right up to it and he pushes it to see whether or not he can get away with something. That was magnified when he became president. What is he even talking about? I, I don't even understand what he's talking about. What 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 law has he pushed the envelope of and see if see how far he could get a, away with it? I don't even know what the hell he's talking. I don't know what he's thinking about. I don't know what he's talking about. It's just it's just pure Trump hate. Trump, Trump TDS, Trump derangement syndrome coming out of this guy.
Now, when it comes to my experience, I know from personal experience, several very high-level, high-ranking government officials that I was present executing a search warrant because there was no offer of a subpoena. There was no reach out to their attorney to try and negotiate the return of something which we suspected they had. If they had classified information and they didn't have authorization to have it, it was contraband. We went to a judge, we got a search warrant, we executed that and recovered the material. So there's just no question in my mind that Trump is being treated differently and largely because of who he is, but also because of his position as a former president. I don't. Okay, what he said there didn't make any sense. So first, he goes on this long rant about how, uh, you know, if Trump has classified documents that he's not allowed to have for whatever reason, uh, then the FBI has every right to get a search warrant and go search his place and take those documents, right? He then goes on to say, and so Trump is therefore being treated differently. Well, actually, no, Trump isn't being treated differently because if what you said is all true, which it isn't, but let's say that everything that he said was true, that Trump has classified documents that he's not allowed to have, a normal American citizen, if a normal American citizen had classified documents that they were not allowed to have, then the federal government might, in fact, get a search warrant, go to their house and retrieve those documents. Okay? That is how a normal thing would work with normal people. With the president, it shouldn't work like that because he should have clearance to see everything. Even a former president should have clearance to see everything. Normally, you would treat him differently because there's he was in the White House. He did have clearance to see every document. So let's say there's something for some reason he can't see right now. That would still be pr- probably a mistake or a misunderstanding that would be cleared up through a phone call. It wouldn't be cleared up. You wouldn't have to go get a search warrant and invade his home with 30 FBI agents with guns. That just wouldn't be necessary. So, in fact, Trump should be treated differently, but wasn't. So, Strzok's got this weird thing here where he talks about how Trump was treated no differently than the FBI would treat any obstinate citizen of the United States that is hoarding classified documents that they shouldn't have. And then, in conclusion, he says, so Trump is is being treated differently here. Get your story straight, man. I mean, the guy is lying so badly that he can't even figure out a sensible lie to tell. I'm going to play that last bit back again. Authorization to have it. It was contraband. We went to a judge. We got a search warrant. We executed that and recovered the material. So there's just no question in my mind that Trump is being treated differently and largely because of who he is, but also because of his position as a former president. (laughs) The hell... The guy is just, it's just an, he's a terrible liar and he's an idiot. How is he this bad at lying? And and this guy was an FBI agent. This guy should be ashamed of his poor ability to lie. All right, let's keep watching. And Peter, here's a question that I have that has not been answered. And that is, why is a former president of the United States in possession of all of this top secret material? Uh, do, do all of our former presidents have uh, mansions and, and uh, you know, resort properties where they keep a, a room full of top secret classified material? I mean, this is a weird question. Like, like, why would President Trump have tox, top secret material? First of all, I'm not even sure that this is true. I'm not even sure that I believe that Trump had top secret material. Of course, this is the line from the Democrats. <clears throat> but let's say he did. OK, let's say that they were documents that were relevant to stuff that Donald Trump was doing or Donald Trump was working on or stuff that he needed for some reason when he left office, okay? Um, How is it relevant that he has a mansion? (laughs) Do all former presidents have a mansion in which they keep top secret material? What the hell is he even talking about? Why does he add that crap? It's just, see, this is kind of like a character assassination thing where he's criticizing him not for 
the relevant reasons why they they think that he's corrupt here. They Trump is somehow taking top secret documents from the White House. <laughs> I don't even know. Honestly, like, why do they even think this is a problem? What do they think Trump's doing? Do they they think Trump is like selling secrets to the Russians? Is that what they think he's doing? I mean. <laughs> It, like I don't know what the what they're trying to sell the American people on, what they're trying to convince, what lie they're trying to convince people of. Trump stole documents. Why? Because he needed the money. Trump's obviously in it for the money. He's not like he's a billionaire or something. He needs that. He needs that scratch from Putin. Uh, no, no. Trump didn't steal any documents. He's not trying to sell government secrets. This is not espionage. You guys are morons. Uh, but then again, like you see how he characterizes Trump as having a mansion. And yes, all the former presidents basically have mansions. They're all rich, okay? They're not all as rich as Donald Trump. Fine. But Trump being rich doesn't make him a bad person, you piece of human garbage, Jim Acosta. Why does he have this stuff? <laughs> That's the great question. Jim, he's an outlier. There is nobody else, no other president that I'm aware of. And certainly when I was an FBI uh, agent, there is no other president in my experience that ever had classified information, let alone this volume. What's, what troubles me the most about this case, I cannot understand why he maintained that material. The intelligence community struggled on a daily, well, day in, day out basis to try and get him to pay attention to the president's daily brief. They tried and struggled to get him to listen to the intelligence community. He was happy to listen to Vladimir Putin, but he had no appetite to sit and listen to what it was that folks within the intel community were trying to tell him. Now, suddenly, he's out of office, and he suddenly pivots to take 27 boxes of classified material? Okay. All right. So the question is, why does he have these documents? Which is exactly what I just asked. What what are you guys trying to say here, right? And then they... Ask the same question in bewilderment. I don't even understand why he would take these documents. Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense, right? But then Peter Strzok throws in there this little hint as to why he thinks maybe Trump stole the documents. He wasn't listening to intelligence officials. He was only listening to Putin. The suggestion being that the reason that Trump had these documents at Mar-a-Lago is he was going to hand them over to Vladimir Putin. Peter Strzok is maintaining here that Donald Trump is a Vladimir Putin puppet. He's working for Vladimir Putin, and that he is eventually going to hand these documents over to Vladimir Putin. This is unbelievably frustrating. Here's why this pisses me off. Most of the people who are stupid enough to watch CNN are probably, they've crossed the Rubicon, right? They've gone past the point of no return. They cannot be redeemed because they're just too gullible. They're just too sold. They've drank the Kool-Aid. They're... You know, they're gone. But there's actually a gradient. We don't really think that much about this, but there's a gradient of people who watch things like CNN and MSNBC. And it goes from people who just don't care that much about politics and who are just occasionally watching some news to feel smart and feel like they know what's going on, all the way down to the people who are hopeless and, and they cannot be saved, right? These, these people who have crossed that point of no return. But there's quite a lot of people in that gray area that if they really were educated on what the truth was, that they could actually wake up to reality. They could be red-pilled, as we say. And what's going on here is they're pushing a lot of those people past that point of no return by reinforcing this ridiculous Russian collusion narrative, by repeating this lie that Trump is a Putin puppet, by suggesting that the reason he's got the documents at Mar-a-Lago is that he's going to pass them off to Vladimir Putin. Peter Strzok really is here convincing some gullible Americans that, in fact, Trump is 
some kind of a Russian spy. This is an absurd idea. Nobody who knows anything about politics or who follows politics at all believes this at all. But Peter Strzok is, again, promoting this absolute BS lie that Trump is a Russian spy. It's the, just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And yet here it is, guys. I mean, here it is for you. Peter Strzok again promotes this idea that Trump is a Russian spy. It's just disgusting. Okay, let's finish this up. Now suddenly, he's out of office, and he suddenly pivots to take 27 boxes of classified material that he couldn't be bothered to read while he was the president? I don't under... He's not writing some detailed memoir about... You know, the political ins and outs of what he accomplished in the Middle East or with North Korea. It makes no sense why he would keep it. And that really, when you look at what it is that he appears to have had, that is really, really troubling. Yeah, Peter, I mean, the, the former president, he's put out all kinds of fundraising emails in the last several days. He's put out lots of uh, statements and, and uh, posts on his Truth Social website. We haven't heard why does he have this stuff. And, you know, if, if he or his people are listening... Uh, can they just offer that explanation? Uh, why do they have all this top secret material at Mar-a-Lago? I think it's a question that needs to be answered. Peter Strzok, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. Oh, God, these guys. What a bunch of a-holes. Just, anyway, it pisses me off. So, at the top of the video, I said, I think that Jim Acosta needs to be removed from CNN. He needs to lose his show, right? And probably a lot of you guys were like, okay, Chris, this is not going to happen. All right, like... Jim Acosta works for CNN. CNN hates Trump. You know, there's, there's, why, would he, why would they fire him? Okay. Here's why. The new CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, his name is David Zaslov, and he actually went on to uh, various news organizations talking about CNN. He said, like, we, we canned CNN Plus because it wasn't making any money. And he said, we want to remake CNN in order to be a neutral news network. It's no longer going to be all this opinion, right, all this radical leftist stuff. We're very focused on CNN. We believe CNN is, is a critical asset to us. It's a leader in, in news gathering around the world. We're focused on having, you have most of the cable networks, news networks around the world, and here in the U.S., they're advocacy networks. They're, out, they're out advocacy networks to the left. They're advocacy networks to the right. Yeah. But what we're going to do, what Chris Licht is going to do, yeah is as there are networks here that are advocating right and left, Chris is going to be advocating for truth. He's going to be advocating for facts. He's going to be advocating for journalism first. And I think, you know, I, I think there's a very big lane for CNN. I think people in America are, they're looking for a place where people aren't yelling and giving opinions, you know, and they're looking for more news. And so that's what you'll see from CNN. He has said, I'm going to make CNN a, a network that is, again, trusted, that gives neutral news. And I think that that's a possible thing to do, right? I, I think that it's possible to make CNN great again, for, for lack of a better expression. But here's the thing. If there's anybody that works for Zaslav or can give him this information, send him this video of Jim Acosta because David Zaslav needs to see this is the reason that CNN fails. This is the reason that CNN needs to com be completely restructured to just produce neutral news. And look, an argument could be made that the intelligence agencies have so infiltrated CNN that it's irredeemable, and that is possible. 
However, maybe not. Maybe you could get new producers in there, new show hosts, just new, just normal news people, just neutral news people. I think that you should bring in mostly conservatives. And the reason I say that is because, you know, a lot of people say, well, you, you shouldn't be conservative or, or leftist. You should just have a neutral position. Uh, look, that doesn't really exist. I mean, almost everyone has some kind of a leaning left or right, especially people who know anything about politics. But here's the difference between a conservative reporter and a leftist reporter. A conservative reporter wants to follow something called ethics, right? And in journalism, you have something called journalistic ethics. And we've heard people in the news media state flat out that they do not follow journalistic ethics anymore. There is no code of journalistic ethics. They just say whatever they think, whatever they want. But conservatives, we still follow ethics. A conservative will tell you the truth, even if they don't want to, because they feel it's their duty. Conservatives follow a concept called duty. We actually respect that ethic, that moral idea of duty. Leftists don't have that idea. This is the same reason why I think every Supreme Court justice needs to be a conservative, because leftist Supreme Court justices are activists. They believe that they don't need to follow the law. They don't need to follow the Constitution. They can just interpret anything in the way that they want it to be interpreted. They can rule in a way that they think is going to make the country better, whether or not it jibes with the Constitution or not. And so that's the, that's the distinction. A conservative won't necessarily report in a conservative way. A conservative will report in a neutral way because conservatives don't tend to be activists. Anyway, so what Zaslav should do is bring in a lot more conservative news producers, a lot more conservative reporters, and try to create a new news network out of CNN that is neutral. And I believe that he can do it, but it'll take a hell of an overhaul. So I, I do think Zaslav should watch this video. This is the worst of the worst kind of scum. This is Jim Acosta and Peter Strzok, two people with a personal hatred of Donald Trump on CNN, just blatantly lying about him to the American people, about issues that are absolutely critical to the health of the republic. Well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that the liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they lie on CNN constantly. <laughs> Good night. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose that war and in so doing lose this way of freedom of ours, History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening.